Uh, what are your What are your goals for the podcast today, Warren? My goals for this podcast are to expose myself. <laughs> you want to expose yourself on the internet. You're one of those bad men I heard. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. When I have one of those life changing moments. But you know where you take the bad thing and you spin it to good, right? That's yeah. That's what usually happens, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what marketing is all right. No, it's just like getting eyeballs on something and then, uh, and then trying to make money off it. This is darker. It is. This is darker than where I want the show to start. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect to go there with that. Uh, it's okay. I mean, let me tell you, I got a goal for the podcast, and uh, the listener is going to be able to look down in that that bottom of their app, find out if I achieved my goal under fifty minutes. Do you think we can do that, Warren? Under 50 minutes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We already Pop, burned drop, one right there. That's yeah. a minute already. We got oh, 49 man. more. And um, that's 50, <sighs> including the outro music, which goes on a long time. I don't think anybody's ever listened to the end. There's a lot of outro music. So that means really we need to be at like 46. And we're burning uh-huh. a lot of daylight right now. So speeding through time. As my daughter would told me earlier today. <laughs> How did you find the darkness again? Your daughter says she's speeding through time? Yes. Oh, no. She told me that as she was going to bed, like, Dad, I'm just speeding through time. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to respond Fucking get to used that. to it. It's not going to get better. Yeah, no, like, it's only going to get faster. Like, oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again. Another fantastic episode of Sauce Talk on tap for you, the loyal listener. Thanks for coming back, having another great time with us. And who's here to join us on the other line? It's Warren. Warren, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, actually. Doing really good. Thanks for asking. Really good. I, I think we're on an upward trend here. We had some yeah. recent guests who were doing bad at the beginning. Oh. And then we've had some who were doing okay. And now Warren is just unabashedly doing well. I love it. Yeah, that's my default response, but I generally feel pretty happy. <laughs> I, I think the, there's something to the idea that you just you, you mentioned it enough. Maybe it's a little more true than it might have been otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Fake it till you make it, happy. right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> fake it till you make it. Uh, one thing you can <laughs> never fake, Warren, eat anything good lately. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Oh God! I had a horrible dinner. I uh, my uh, actually this morning my phone alarm didn't go off, or maybe it did. I but I, I saw that it had went off. Barbara said it did, but I it, it was just ineffectual. It was to say the least. There was definitely no sound coming out of it. And then I uh, set a timer for a pizza. And uh, this is one of those morning pizzas. No, this is in the evening. Okay, so it's just a similar issue. I, it's been problematic all day with this phone. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so I'm just sitting there talking with Jay, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, my pizza. Yeah, I couldn't smell it burning, but, boy, was this thing oh, overcooked. Uh, it, uh, I ate an embarrassing amount of it, though. I was really so hungry. I didn't care. A lot of the outside was burned. Uh, but it was like a, it was kind of like a, the consistency of a graham cracker. It wasn't burned, but it was I wound up making uh, some falafels too to offset. That sounds what probably better. is going to give me cancer. But I do have a good meal planned. I'm uh, I'm about to make some steaks tomorrow, some filet mignons oh. with the uh, 
roasted potatoes and uh, I'll make like uh, an arugula salad with walnuts and um, some goat cheese. Part of me thinks you need like an intervening day between this. Like there's there's a whiplash concern here <laughs> going from I made my frozen pizza into a graham cracker to filet mignon <laughs> and nice arugula salad and roasted potatoes the next day. Like can you can you definitely handle such extremes on consecutive days? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I do in like in a 24-hour time span quite frequently. <laughs> like, I'll make a great meal and then I'll just completely botch the next one. Yeah. And uh, even though that, you know, I, I, I don't know how I did that. Like I shouldn't rely on the phone. I actually had Barbara set the uh, set her own timer for these falafels because I wasn't confident my phone was going to alert me. Uh, they came out fine. They came out fine. They too were frozen but are quite yummy. Um, so yeah, my meal today, not good. I am, uh, eagerly anticipating my next one. I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I cook steak really well. It's not that hard to cook. I don't think maybe it is. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I have had a steak you cooked and I, I remember it very fondly. So yeah. I think, I think you're going to do well with this. And it sounds like, I guess I did neglect the uh, falafel in between. So really you are already on the upswing. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's definitely upper return. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be directly from the graham cracker pizza that I'm going to have nightmares about to yeah. the uh, exquisite steak dinner tomorrow. Yeah, and then there's this, uh, maybe for lunch tomorrow, uh, there's this place in town that they make all these crazy tacos, but mm. uh, they have this, like, taco of the month that's just, like, bulgogi, and it's really good. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. So I I think the taco shell is incidental. I could just have like just the uh <laughs> the kimchi and the that they have on there and then their beef. It's, it's, ah, it's so good. That's, so that's where I'm at with my meal plans. How about you? Got anything planned? Anything fun coming up? Well, that might be an attempt to turn this segment around on me, but we don't do that here on Sauce Talk. We talk about what the guest has to has eaten good or might be eating good lately. Instead, we're going to move on to our next segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a this is this next segment is a quick note. Uh, sharp-eared listeners might recall that we had pretty significant success on the most recent episode with Jen, in which we had a new segment called uh, Pat's Mystery Box. And I had a lot of, there's a lot of, get a lot of texts like, hey, is that going to be a recurring thing? Is that going to come back? And the answer is yes. Ooh. But not this week because I forgot to ask Pat. <laughs> oh, you had me excited there for a minute. Yeah. I was about 15 minutes before the episode. I realized I, uh, I was making my notes and I realized I did not text Pat and ask him to ask, give me questions. And I thought it would be really out of line to tell Pat, hey, give hey. me questions. You have five minutes notice. I need them cool. right now. So I didn't do that because I am rude, but not that rude. Uh, so look for that segment to come back in an upcoming episode, but not tonight. I'll, I'll, I'll hold my breath. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, think it, I think it's a winner, but I'm sorry I don't have it for you. But well, That's all right. I do that's have right. a different uh, recurring segment. Uh, now, this is maybe we could spitball a little bit here first. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the recurring high school experience segment. Mm-hmm. You want to throw down a name for that? What, what do we call this? For my my high school? Uh, not your. I mean, like what we like how we can throw into this segment each week. I'm assuming I continue to ask people about their mm. high school ex- experience. Blunder years? Question mark. Blunder years is a good start. I'll make a note of that. I I, I agree. Coming up with some sort of. I'm trying to I, fast times at Sauce Talk High is not quite there, but around it. Um, 
Listen, this is really just a call to the listener. You guys, I know we had the uh, I think you should hot take segment that doesn't necessarily happen all the time. You got a hot take, Warren? You want to give me a hot take real quick? Hot take. That's too uh, much pressure. Don't even try. Oh, man, um, yeah. I got a lot of hot takes. Let's say, but they don't, I can't think of it. Uh, a hot take, hot take and a topic. I can give you a hot. Take. I feel like all my opinions are hot takes, right? Like that's a good point. That every segment is. I think you should hot take when you have a guest like Warren Wilkie on the other line. <laughs> Lucky us. Hot take and half baked, right? Like uh, there you go. Uh, so anyway, I think Hobbs heard your voice. By the way, he's up on my desk for wow. the first time in years. Hello to the Hobbit. Hello. Uh, sniffing the headphones. <laughs> That's that. This has got to be. This is barely. I can barely, as a human, comprehend what is happening right now. That I am talking to my friend many hundreds of miles away. Oh God! Uh, yeah, probably... this is not good for a cat. There's no. <laughs> no, he's like. I thought he died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hobbs. Yeah, he's like kissing me. He's all anxious. Well, there you go. No. Well, it, it, he ever gives you some trouble, you just. I send you. You can just put on sauce talk. Loudspeaker, let him walk around the room and really experience the uh, Johnny Touchdowns experience. Ooh, experience twice in the same sentence. Not good. Ooh. Anyway, uh, listeners I did that there. in a brief the other day accidentally. Uh, it's n- you never want to see it. It's always bad. Yeah. 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 Um, listeners, hit me up with that uh, high school topic uh, name here. but uh, Or if you don't like the topic and you think I should stop. Uh, oh. I, I will take criticism. But it has to be criticism that indicates that you have listened to the show. Bing. I'm not a real doctor, but I am a real worm. Bing. I like that idea, though. Let's take a minute. We'll give the listeners a moment to think about uh, high school recurring segment titles. And we'll just skip ahead and come back to mm-hmm. high school thinking about. <clears throat> Warren, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week? I am bringing tamari sauce. Tamari sauce. Let's do it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not exciting because, in my opinion, as far as I can remember. So, like, I think last time I was on here, I mentioned I, I got diagnosed with celiac. Yeah. And uh, one of the big revelations about that is, like, anything called soy sauce usually isn't mostly soy sauce. It's usually some sort of wheat product. <laughs> and, uh Maybe I talked about this last time. Now I'm having deja vu. Uh, it may anyway. have gently come up. We certainly did not dig in on your, your favorite. So there's not really a – I don't Sorry. think there's that much of a flavor difference, right? It's like, you know, it tastes like fermented salty yep. plant product, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, But tamari sauce is like uh, – it is made with actual soy, all soy, uh, as opposed to – usually. there's usually like a 50% blend with some other flavors in there, anything called soy sauce. Uh, I like it because – it is what it, it was kind of funny about it is what is called generally called soy sauce these days isn't soy sauce. What's called soy sauce is called by it's either called tamari or gluten free soy sauce. And it's just like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I that's kind of funny. So now I, you know, when I'm at a restaurant, I like soy sauce, but I never get it because man, if I get, and that, that's like cons, you know, that's like, it's like a ton of gluten, right? It's, it's more. It's, it's quite really a bit more dense. than yeah, bread. Just, yeah, it's like loaded up. there's a lot of protein in there, and it's a lot of and it's a lot of gluten protein. In it. And if I get that, I'm gonna have a bad week. Like it's <laughs> uh, it's uh, you know, since going since not having it, I, this I did mention last time. Like when I am exposed, it's way worse than it used to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to walk down that road. That's why I'm bringing the tamari. I got, no, I got no, no hate for soy sauce in particular, but you aren't what you claim to be, asshole. <laughs> like, it is kind of a lie, and I've definitely read exactly what you're talking about. Is that it? it like soy sauce is seen as the standard, and tamale is the uh, tamari is the offshoot. But that's probably just like a backwards way of thinking about it. Yeah, and that uh, soy sauce should be the one that's a little weird. And I guess you can try that if you want. But this other one is the one you have an expectation of consuming. Yeah, and I, I think the wheat product does better with the whatever preserves they put in it. So I think that's why part of why I mean it's obviously going to be cheaper. I think, mm-hmm. or at least it was. Soy the soy production in this country has really exploded in the last twenty years. But probably when they were you know you know whenever whenever that switch occurred, it was probably cheaper. Maybe it dealt better with the preservatives. So I, I'm guessing that's why it's popular. But I wish I had a better sauce. I was going to think about this more, but I kind of got slammed today. Usually I've got something. Something good. Oh, you know what I was going to talk about? I was going to talk about pan sauce. That's right. What's pan sauce? So, you know, any, any, it was like, you know, I'm going to make steak tomorrow when the recipe I'm following doesn't call for a pan sauce, but I'm going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so you basically, you know, the, like, this is one of the be- better reasons to use a cast iron skillet or not cast iron, uh, or you can use cast iron, but I would use stainless because it's much better for creating a fond with the meat. Um, not, not, just because, you know, cast iron has that, you know, you got to get that polymerized coat on there and you use strong acids and boiling. You can actually pull that off in there. And like, and it's, it's in a good, like three ply stainless is going to be better than cast iron for heat distribution. Anyway, I don't care what anyone wants to argue on that. That's, that's science. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, all the nostalgia and love of cast iron aside, it's good for, you know, if you really want to really get out, uh, a sear and have a kind of a rare meat, you can bring it a lot higher unless you have a really high quality stainless pan that won't warp. Um, but yeah, so you get the fine going basically, you know, you, if with the, these are fillets, so I got to turn them a lot. So I'll just use less oil, even though the fillet is pretty lean meat. Uh, but the fact that I'm turning them so much, um, will mean that, uh, uh, I'll, I'll want it to caramel, you know, like base the fond for it. Cause it's not really caramelization. And then you, you can do a different a variety of different things. If you have like a pasta, you use some of the water from that. You throw that in the pan. Cause that way you get the, you know, if it's uh when I could eat gluten, you get the, you know, the gluten particles in there and they'll help create an emulsifier. You, you mix in just a little bit of, you want acid. So you want like a, a you know, a vinegar and you want a cooking wine specifically um whatever you want to do you know there's no in my opinion there's no good match to steak you you can use a red you can use sherry you can use white you can use any any variety within those wines you can even use good wine if you want the cooking stuff is probably a little funkier and better for the sauce and so you just do that you add a little more pepper if you need it but if you're cooking a steak you should have already put a lot of black pepper on it before and after cooking uh, so yeah, basically it's just, uh, you know, you can mix whatever else you want in there, any other spices you want to put in. Um, so one of the things I use now, I use like arrowroot powder. I'll use a little bit of that, or you can use uh cornstarch, but that can get kind of goopy and it's hard to get just right. Um, if you use cornstarch for this, you'll want to mix it beforehand really well. And basically once the steak is out, you just throw, you throw the liquid in there and you deglaze the whole pan. And you you kind of boil it down, and you can do it to taste. 
and then you go. It goes right on the right on the steak. It's the best you ever have. <laughs> it sounds it's, amazing. It is like it's yeah. You like basically, you'll never want to waste whatever you cook. Like any time you cook anything in a stainless steel pan, even if it's just like onions, you're gonna deglaze it. You got to clean the pan. Why are you gonna put? Why are you gonna waste soap on that? Or why are you gonna waste it? On, you know, don't waste that. It's it's so good. It it just makes anything you're making better, in my opinion. Did you watch the Bee Gees documentary? No, no, I didn't uh, even know it was out. There's a Bee Gees documentary that came out, I think, last year. Yeah. Uh, How to Mend a Broken Heart, I think is the name of it. It's very good. I think it's on HBO Max. It's ah. definitely on something I have access to because I watched it. And I remember that they talked to all the guys, and this is probably not a super original thought, but they repeatedly said they always thought that part of why their harmonies were so good was because they were brothers. And that their voices yeah. started from similar points. And that honestly sounds like what Pan Sauce says. That it's yeah. always going to be the perfect pairing because it starts with the thing you're making. Yeah. You're always going to yeah. like having it as part of that meal because it's, it, it was right there to begin with. Yeah. And it goes a little bit aside, but it comes right back to where it started. So yeah. it, it, it's just as the, those beautiful BG harmonies we like so much, so too Pan Sauce. That's a very good analogy. I like it. I like it. And and you're you're 100% right there. And so just adding the wine helps augment it. You know, the sugar in that helps it. You know, it sweetens it up. But it also helps the bind, like the emulsifying. It's it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's just it is a perfect harmony. <laughs> I can't think. I can't think of, yeah, we've got that's uh, good. Another segment here that's also going to involve truly perfect harmony. Uh, this is a segment. I think we've done this a time or two before, but we're doing it again today. Mm-hmm. It's called Johnny reads you an email. Um, so I've discussed before, uh, now I really should not say my email address on the podcast. There'll be so many adoring fans who will flood my <laughs> inbox, but I'm going to do it anyway. My email is johnnyr at gmail.com. I was a, a Gmail early adopter. I got mm-hmm. johnnyr at gmail.com and that's, that's much more a curse than a blessing. I get a lot mm-hmm. of spam email. Clearly, oh, yeah. people just type in johnnyr at gmail.com when they're at the grocery store and it's like, what's your email? They just type in some garbage, <laughs> all sorts of stuff like this. I get lots of emails that are clearly not intended for me. But every yeah. now and then I get stuff that is not intended for me but is actually not spam, not marketing garbage, but is someone trying to email someone else. And depending on what it is, sometimes I will say, hey, uh, I don't think you meant to email me. Uh, like sometimes I'll get like DocuSign things and it's like, we got to sign uh, this. And something like, no. hey, I don't, I fucking know what's up. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't read this, but you need to talk to someone else because you probably want yeah. them to see this email you just sent them. Uh, if anything, I feel like this has increased in the last six months. I don't know why. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I got a really good one the other day and I'm I'm going to read it to you. I won't give you the email address of the person who sent this to me, but I will tell you it's a it's a legitimate looking Gmail address. And uh, the person who sent me this email, according to this email, is named Diana. I think this is real. Now, maybe we'll get to the end and you'll be like, Johnny, you fool. This is some scam. But I, th- I believe this is real, Warren. And if you tell me it's not, I'm going to be disappointed. But I got this February 7th, uh, 2022, about a week ago. And I just mm-hmm. noticed I got it. For, I can say February seventh, twenty twenty two. I got it at seven twenty two, 
p.m. Wow. So lots of numbers. We got, we, I believe wow. in numerology deeply. I, <laughs> no, I'm not. Of course I don't. I need you to tell me you believe in crystal skulls. <laughs> okay. Here's the email. John, WTF is that all about? Oh, I, I should go back. No subject. John, WTF is that all about? She doesn't allow you to to speak to literally your best friend? What the actual fuck? I was here long before her, and I will be here long after she's gone. Do not jeopardize our friendship, and I say friendship, considering you've been cheating on me for over a year now. So you can't exactly consider you a boyfriend? Are you out of your fucking mind? Do you seriously think you're in the right here? Do you seriously think I will ever forgive you for cheating on me? Two question marks. What? For finding a girl just so I'd let you go? Seriously, I already fucked more people than you did in your entire life and probably more people than you will ever be able to do. I have literally wow. about five guys messaging me begging to see me again. One of them, which I've been hanging out with a lot, much, much, much sexier than you could ever be. He surfs. He has money. His father is American. <laughs> he speaks French. He's a lawyer. A lawyer, John. He's an adult, all caps, an adult, five exclamation points. Can you imagine? All caps, an adult, four exclamation points. <laughs> Not a child. So seriously, get real, John. You know, and you said it yourself, I was by far the hottest girl you'll ever sleep with your entire life. And the contrary is not right. So get the fuck over yourself. Oh, my God. You're not all that. You've oh never been. You're not good looking all caps at all. Like all caps at all. Wow. Extended all caps. I don't want you back, asshole. I just want my friend back that that bitch took away from me and forbidden you to speak to me, end all caps. As always, you still seek for a mama or someone to boss you around. <laughs> you don't want a relationship. You want a mommy to tell you what to do, all caps extended. Fuck you, get over yourself. I don't love you, and TBH, I never fucking did. You were a huge fucking mistake. Huge, end all caps, mistake. You were deviation i needed I, excuse me i can't believe this is going on i was needy there that's the only reason i ever considered going out with you i regret every single second you're not worth it all caps at all never was all caps rest of email i never fucking loved you and i don't love you now i was needy Get the fuck over yourself, asshole. <laughs> Three exclamation points. The end. Oh, my God. That, that, is it done? Is it? Oh, my God. Yeah. I cannot believe how long that went on. It's, I, I think it's a, a testament to the human spirit that, that this could come from someone. Uh, I, first off, do you think this is real? Do you think someone accidentally uh, sent this to me and meant to send it to this, someone named John? They don't maybe like? they meant to send it to themselves. Like, like maybe it's like one of these emails they write in like in a in a fury when they're mad, and, and like they're never gonna send it, but they want to write something down. Well, Diana, you know, like they're like having like a argument with somebody in your head, right? Yeah. Like, so that's what this kind of sounds like. It sounds like it's either somebody who's really young, 
or somebody, you know, and that's, that is legit. Like, and they made a mistake or, or they're, they're having an argument with something in their head or they, 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 they the, the author needs to get over, but I, they need to get over that. Like I, if I were John and I were, if I were the, this hypothetical recipient and an asshole, I'd say, hello, touched a nerve. Like, <laughs> Well, first like, off, apparently I was worth it. You, You're writing you, a lot of this. You send that email. I think you're in some trouble. I think that'd be oh, a good yeah. idea. Oh, but, I, I would never. Yeah. Yeah. But, the, I think this is a hundred percent real, but I also like, I think that this John guy sucks, but oh, he's also that, got her wrapped around his finger. Oh yeah. Definitely. What a lie that she's like, I just want to go back to being friends. No, you don't. Oh no. That's you not write what's this. up yeah. here. I don't know if there's really five guys messaging her, and I doubt yeah. any of them are it, lawyers it, with American who's fathers. The sender? Is it? Is it? What's the name on the sender? Oh, you can't. You're not going to say, are you? It's Diana. Yeah. And your email address. I'll bleep this out. Is at gmail dot com. Okay, so it's it is a woman. It I was like I, I was using pronouns for gender. I was like, but I don't know if there's a man or a woman. It doesn't really matter. Because what it is is uh, they need to be honest with themselves that they they have this like. Uh, attachment and it's significant and it's probably toxic but they have it and they need to figure out how to like get over it because this per- the whoever they're messaging is an asshole sounds like yeah. i mean to, to to engender that much like vitriol you're usually not a guiltless party there are some people who are subject to that that are are, are guiltless but it's it's few in my experience it's few and far between and less so uh fewer and farther between amongst men <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, that would be the only way gender would play a role in that, in my mind. But beyond that, yeah, this—that's a crazy email. That's something that would be. If we're on Reddit, I would say it's fake, hundred percent. Right. Exactly. If someone else got it, especially if they were trying to post it and get attention, unlike me, yes. who's reading on a podcast <laughs> for attention. Yeah. Uh, you um, check your viewer account, see who's listening. <laughs> Maybe it's someone. I, I really want to get in with this crowd, and I don't know how. Well, yeah, you you come want to talk to me about Diana. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, I will say I did reply to the email, and I said I wanted to, I wanted I was hoping to get a reply. Uh, so I said I think you have the wrong email address. This guy sounds terrible, though. I hope you get him the message he needs to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did not reply to that, and that's <sighs> that's the end of our correspondence t- to this. Oh. Point. Y- Oh, I know this is like mostly podcast for friends, but boy, if, if you could get this person on the podcast, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> I guess I, I, it's it's been eight days, but I could just go back and say, maybe I'll try to. Okay, here's what I'll do. Let's let's workshop this. Let's. Yeah. We're just. We're, I'm not going to say come on the podcast. What yeah. I'm going to do is try to be like, hey, just checking in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. get this sorted out, and maybe we'll start a conversation this time. Because yeah. honestly. I mean, I tried to give her a little more than like when I get an email from some business that's clearly trying to contact their customer or whatever, and it seems legitimate. I will say, yeah. I think you have the wrong email address. Send block sender. At the yeah. End. Yeah. But I wanted to try to give her something. So let's let's see. What do you think? Uh, OK, I'm not going to call her by name because that's too forward. Boy, anything I say is going to be so creepy. Let's just type something out. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Not but here, a girl. I'll tell you, Take I, a girl back I, I would tell you, this is this is unusual. But I host a podcast amongst my friends. If you, you really think hate I this should person, be that direct? I th- this is me. 
I don't know. I would say, you know, if you want to get your message out there, not that you'll have an audience, but you'll have an audience of unknown people. If you just want to vent, you know, here, here's, here's a platform. <laughs> like, who knows? People do, like people do all sorts of weird shit, right? Like maybe, you know, this could be the start of a strange friendship. <laughs> this is why random people would talk to me on the L all the time. Cause I would just, just lean into the conversation. Hi, Diana. Hope things are well with you. And you've got this situation in a better spot. Yeah. I was very intrigued by your email. <laughs> it does it does it does provoke a lot of curiosity. This is a assuming it's genuine, there's a lot of feelings coming from Diana, right? There's a lot of emotion there. She might want to be heard. People, people, sometimes they want to tell their story. Like my theory, why people would approach and talk to me and spill their guts to me on the, like the Metro in particular, more than the L even, uh, they met me and they felt like I was nice enough and they just wanted to say what was bothering them or hurting them or the trouble they were having to a stranger that wasn't going to pass any judgment and wasn't going, that story, their story wasn't going to reenter their social circle at any point. Right. It was just like some shoulder to cry on. Right. That's, you know, I, I'm just genuinely interested. I want to know what this, this John guy did. <laughs> I'm on Diana. I'm team Diana now. I definitely am too. I've just about got this done. God, this is a crazy. This is such a crazy email. The world's full of crazy stuff. Have you ever listened to Therapy Gecko? I don't know what that is. Uh, some guy I started following on Reddit a while ago. He dresses up like a gecko. He, this is, this Sounds like, like a, a great start. Yes. So he was some guy. He went. He went to. He went to Tufts, but he he was sort of famous in the this Philly area because he started a comedy club in his basement like his mom's basement that attracted some pretty big names for a hot second. And then COVID hit and then he had nothing to do with his life. So he started answering random phone calls on the internet while dressed while streaming while dressed as a gecko purporting to be therapy gecko. And when he, I, I haven't watched, listened to it in a long time, but uh, when I was listening, it was pretty great because he had no real means of screening these phone calls easily. So it was just like kind of sounds like I'm trying to rip this show off. <laughs> it was some ran- you get some random stuff. It was it was often a really deep insight into just people's lives. I had, I had no idea existed. This is very interesting. It sounds interesting. I'm going to check it out. I've yeah. got the email written. Let me know what you think. We can edit this. Hey Diana, hope things are well with you and you've got this situation in a better spot. I was very intrigued by your email and was wondering whatever could have happened to get things to this point. I host a podcast called Sauce Talk. We mostly talk about famous sauces, but sometimes we also get into interesting relationship dynamics. Would you like to be a guest on the podcast over Zoom? I will Venmo you $10 after the episode as an appearance fee. This is not negotiable, parentheses up. You can negotiate down, close parentheses. <laughs> Looking forward to hearing from you. Johnny awesome. Touchdowns, host of Sauce Talk and General Bon Vivant. Yeah, I, I mean, I would do it if if you're if you're worried about it, you can workshop that opinion with other people. I would fucking do it, man. Do okay, it. Uh, email sent. Dope. Uh, we'll follow up on future episodes. The worst the worst that could happen is if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, 
I am going to crowdfund the ten dollars if she says yes. Everyone will oh, have to pay you. one dollar to listen. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, up to ten. Unless she, neg- I did give her the chance to negotiate down. Yeah, if she wants less than ten dollars, I will give her the opportunity to get less than ten dollars. Nice. I, I I think that's a great way of putting it. Negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> Because who get like who act, like like let's assume this is legit, right? Like who gets that that as a response? It's so like she just happened to contact somebody. Like granted, this is not like you know we're not we're not some you know you don't you don't have Spotify funding you, right? Like you're not, not yet. Some, yeah, still but, time. But you're still in the minority of Americans who host a podcast, right? Like most people don't. Do I think that. of all Americans, but I am in the majority of white male Americans who do. Uh, Operate a podcast. <laughs> do you think? Do you think most white men host a podcast? Especially if you go down to straight, yeah. But even uh, a lot of gay men, gay straight, gay white men doing podcasts as well. Really? Yeah, oh. it's a lot of podcasts. It's podcasts all the way down. There's podcasts everywhere. Everyone's got a podcast. So Everyone's far, got crypto and podcasts. I got no crypto, and I got podcasts that's worth less than the worst crypto. Ah. So far, no response from Diana. Do you think? How long do you think we should wait? I could start. Uh, I could. Should we send her a second email right now? <laughs> I, I could. I could go back and be like, I noticed you haven't replied. Fifteen dollar Venmo. I was lying when I said it wasn't negotiable. <laughs> you drive a hard bargain. Oh, I give it a week, man. A she week? Probably, like, okay, yeah, I'll give dude, her an she'd hour. be like, "Fucking, what is this?" <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that's going to happen. No one's doing. No this. way. She's uh, immediately you... going to say, "You're trying to steal my Venmo." Or you are the guy I was trying to email, and you're going to record my voice and mock me. I'm not oh. getting on camera if she says yes. Oh. And I'm going to make a fake Zoom account, and I'm going to – I will Venmo her the money, but I'm going to – is there – I got I to buy crypto so I can send it to her anonymously. I don't want to fucking give it <sighs> Yeah, money. you know, yeah, they might get like weird – yeah, that's true. I don't the, know. The good news is she's never going to reply to this, so I'm not too concerned. No, that's true. That's true. But it'd be funny if she did. It'd be kind of great. I think, I, I don't know. I think it's an interesting, I think it's an interesting pivot. I think it's a cool thing. I, I like, like it a lot. We're going to yeah. look for more opportunities to contact <laughs> randos. I wonder if I could, maybe that's the new podcast is I just use my weird email. Yeah, it could be like that, that, uh, that one dude that kept having, you know, Thanksgiving with the woman that emailed yeah. him correctly, right? I don't want to actually make any friends though. But that woman died of COVID, or her husband did, I think. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh. Bing. This is unfortunately true. Her husband died in March 2020 of COVID. Bing. Okay, Warren, it's time. You ready for this high school segment? Yeah. I, uh, no, ask, ask me any questions, honestly. I, uh, my high school experience was quite varied all all over the place. In fact, it was probably fairly unique as far as our listeners are go, maybe. I don't know. Well, let's jump into it. Where did you go to high school? I went to St. Ignatius College Prep in Chicago, which is a kind of a fancy high school. A name like that, it better be. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Jesuit high school. It's pretty renowned for its academics and uh, wealthy people that go there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who you know who you know, the, the who's who families and stuff it's one of those schools there's a couple others like it yeah it like so it's kind of in the west side of it's just outside the loop on the west side of chicago okay uh the i thought it was a very interesting topic because at least when you when you brought it up to me 
you know, and, and kind of like just kind of leading into all this is that you and I had very different high school experiences, like crazy different. Like I can't, I can't imagine a more disparate experience in Illinois. And I thought there was some interesting contrast there because you, you went to like a local high, you know, a smaller high, how big was your high school? Uh, I keep hating to turn this around on you. (laughs) Oh, you can slightly turn this around on me. Uh, there were about 85 in the high school and 18 in my graduating class. Mm. So mine wasn't too big. It was like 1200, which is, I think, pretty average for the city and, and kind of small for those suburban style schools. But just the fact that I had, uh, why prior to high school, I had like a two hour commute to a middle school on the other side of the city on the south side. But I still had like an hour commute. I had to take the train. Uh, my parents' income level was probably, they're white collar, but like firmly middle class in Chicago in terms of just like purchasing power. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, there weren't a lot of students like that, Ignatius. A lot of them were upper middle class to quite a bit higher. And then there was the, kind of a grouping of lower income students that were there under financial aid and, you know, were just superlative academics. Um, so it was just a weird fit. It was just a very strange, I never really felt like I had a place there. So like freshman year, I was really into wrestling and then I was still a gymnast. So that was outside of the school. So I spent a lot of time just doing wrestling and gymnastics to to the point where I, uh, I was just exhausted all the time and had terrible, terrible grades because I, you know, I had to take the bus, you know, take the train in in the morning and then stay for wrestling for an hour or two hours, take a train back to where I live, take a bus from there, go to my gymnastics for three hours and then come home <laughs> and uh, then try and get some homework done. <laughs> it was so, just like, <laughs> I think this raises the, an obvious question. Why did you do all that? Uh, I was already doing gymnastics and I did wrestling cause well, I wanted to do like football initially, but we didn't have a football team cause I, uh, I think in the seventies they were thinking about, you know, starting a soccer team and the football team was so terrible. They're just like, we're just going to cancel this. <laughs> and they didn't start it again until the year after I graduated. Oh, wow. I don't know why I did wrestling. I just thought I had to do something. Like, this is how lost I was. I just had no idea what to do with I, myself I think at all. taking the train and bus to school every day and then doing gymnastics is doing something. Yeah. It, it's doing I, something. I think but that I counts like, and then some. <laughs> But it wasn't like by like I want to do this. It's just like I guess I'll do it. You know, it was like a ton of work. I like I don't know. That's that's kind of that's a recurring theme sometimes in my life where I get in these situations where I do a lot of work and I don't know why I'm doing it. Like I'm just <laughs> so uh that was freshman year and then I did that again sophomore year. And then, so it was like basically the same thing over and you know over again. So I, the first two years really blend together. It was marked by like poor academic performance, being tired all the time, trying to make weight for wrestling, trying to get stronger for gymnastics, but without like well, gymnastics is weird. So you have to do all this like like flexibility type training because uh, you don't want to like you don't want to build muscle too quickly. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you just you'll just get ruined. Uh, you'll be less flexible, less coordinated. You'll probably fall. Uh, so but while doing that, while trying to maintain weight was just like, it was impossible, right? It was like, it was so like were, two were steps these, forward. And, were these simultaneous? Uh, mo- they, they overlap for the most part? Yeah. So wrestling is kind of like a fall sport, but training goes all year. Okay. Like it just doesn't, it didn't stop. Uh, like the off, like the off season was, we still did like 
tournaments. They just weren't like IHS ones. They were still at high school. They just weren't like ranked or, you know, you didn't get like points or anything. You just did them. A lot of round robin type matches too. So it was like, <laughs> sometimes I went to get some of the best wrestlers in the state and it was just like eight round, you know, just like eight matches getting just absolute demoralizing. <laughs> it was demoralizing. Uh, and then, uh, Gymnastics, I was doing really well at actually, but, uh, I hurt my, I herniated a disc in wrestling in my lumbar. And, uh, I had to like, I couldn't carry anything on my back for a while. So I was like, I had a wheelie cart and I was using the elevator. Our school had like five to seven floors, depending on which building you were in. So was, I had to use like the one elevator all the time. And that was, it was just like, I remember riding in this thing like, oh man, I feel like a little old man. I'm like tired. My, <laughs> I can't lift anything. And, uh, so I quit. And then I got into, I got really into photography and just arts and, uh, uh, I, you know, I started playing the trumpet again. Then I was in a ska band. <laughs> and yeah, then, it, it uh, sounds like you were very well rounded. Like you did everything, every, like, I guess the, the one thing people might, well, you didn't play football. You, you tried to play football. You yeah. didn't have the team, but it's like, what are the things you can do? And like, it sounds like you did at some point and often concurrently. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. I was very busy in high school, even though I wasn't like superlative at any one thing. I don't, I don't think I was, I was, yeah, I just like, I remember wanting to be good at something, but never knowing what that was going to be. <laughs> never, it's still like struggling to figure that out in college. Yeah. That was that, that, I guess that was a majority of my high school experience. I didn't go to a lot of parties. I didn't socialize a lot. I, uh, actually, I would say the thing I was probably best at was probably like video games. I was just, played a lot of Warcraft three on top of this, like especially in the lat- latter two years when I wasn't doing sports all the time, I was like ranked in the dual queues for that. Like 50, I think 50 or 45 is where we peaked. My, me and my friend Roger. Yeah, it was just kind of, so, you know, a lot of people talk about high school, especially when, I don't know, I don't talk to people as much as I used to, especially with COVID, but I feel like a lot of people, you know, remark or reflect upon their social lives in high school. And mine was, at, at times it seemed like I was pretty social, but I usually wasn't. I was pretty withdrawn. And that's kind of like reflected itself later in my life, although I'm much more comfortable with that. And that's probably just a factor of being more comfortable with myself in general. Well, I guess we shouldn't draw conclusions based on, I've, I've done this segment twice now. But mm. honestly, a lot of what you were saying is about the kind of person you were in high school is not so dissimilar from a lot of the stuff Jen said. Mm. Uh, I wonder if we're going to find those patterns. Now, of course, at some point we're going to get to uh, Paul Whitehair and he's going to tell us about how he was the biggest stud who ever lived (laughs) and everybody fucking worshiped him the whole time. So it'll be, that'll be a different one. But other than that, I think we're going to get a lot of these answers. I mean, I mean, you could use like the wedding barometer, right? Like Paul Whitehair's been to quite a bit more weddings than I have. So, yeah, you know, know, fuck that guy. Come on (laughs) the podcast and defend yourself, Paul. How dare you? So definitely much more the the social savant than me. Like uh, I went through ups and downs. I feel like you know I I I, I was pretty well liked at Knox. I had a lot of friends there. Had a big social life. I kind of did at law school, though I focused more on academics there than any point in my mm-hmm. academic history. But uh, yeah, high school was just kind of like I was just lost all the time. I, I you know I, I barely I barely graduated in terms of GPA. I kept like failing a, one class every year, which meant I was constantly one class away from being kicked out. Um, and I almost didn't, that almost happened my senior year. So like, um, 
I forget what happened, but I, I think when you're you have like you have like a grace, like uh, a you know like a grace not period but uh, a cumulative thing. But your senior year it doesn't like tick over, so you you have to like if you hit the limit you can't go beyond. If you hit the limit your junior year you you don't have any more chances. Sure. And that almost happened. I had this like independent science study thing where I had to do all these I had to build all these like model bridges, and uh, <laughs> we you know, at the beginning you know. This is what was weird because at the at the orientation for it, you know, they, they told us all these materials we needed. So I went out and bought them. But apparently they gave them to us. They were like in a drawer. And I just never taken them. So they thought I just didn't do oh, anything. No. And, yeah. And I remember but like was this is this is the weird thing about that school. No one no teacher ever reached out to me about it. Nobody made a big deal about it. I felt like I was on some sort of weird experiment where they're just like, What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? And then I showed up with like my journal and they're like, What? <laughs> they they were they were literally waiting till the last day of class to tell me I failed. Yeah. How did you and, do sixteen that, that's, weeks worth of bridge stuff yeah, last night? That's yeah, incredible. and I brought all I brought all the work out and they're like I, they were like speechless, like, and then th- then they told me I was going to fail because I hadn't filled out my journal. And I'm like, you mean this one? And then they they were, they were like holding the one I didn't bring. Like it was like something out of like a fucking movie. It was so bizarre. It, th- it was also this was also the night after prom, and our prom is after school is over for seniors. Okay. So I uh, I wore my tux from prom. <laughs> the prom I didn't really want to go to either, which is so weird in its own way because I didn't have a suit that fit anymore because I had like gotten like huge from gymnastics and wrestling <laughs> like, like i think i had i had a suit from a funeral in middle school and i was a lot you know i was a much bigger i didn't grow but i was just like my frame had gotten a lot bigger getting so thick. i just wore this tux because it was like a it was like an exhibition we had to like put our science projects such as they were on display for the school and whoever i mean nobody mo, none almost no students came to this thing like who's gonna go to this on a, on a i think it was like on a saturday so you showed up for your Effectively, final exam in independent study bridge class wearing a tuxedo. Yes, that yes. makes you sound insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone was wearing a suit, but like, like I said, you know, my my, my parents weren't out buying me suits on the regular like some of these yeah. other kids. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, it was a weird one. That was uh, so I got a I got a D in that class because they were they really wanted to fail me. I don't know why. It seemed like <laughs> I still don't understand that one. I I really it doesn't sound like this is how it actually went down, but it does. It's very much like the plot of a shitty movie where <laughs> like so and so has to pass this ca- class to graduate. Yeah, and then the last, but then it all comes down to does his bridge collapse when they put this <laughs> yeah. amount of weight on it, and, and he's it just did. sitting there as they put it like did. ten grams. Ten more grams, fifty grams. Like, oh no! Oh yeah, I, I I think I had like fifteen or twenty bricks. It was way less. Like some the there was um there was an issue in like the the cross like there's like a shear force right or, or across the sides, mm-hmm. and I I I did something wrong. I can't remember what. So like the frame was intact, but they split like how they were joined it was it wasn't done correctly, and I had, I had done this a hundred times. So like the so it was it was subpar, but it was competitive. Like I could have, I think I could have gotten like second in our school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I mean, I advanced earlier because there's like that competition, right? right? Like I don't know if your school had that, but uh, we didn't have there's like a we didn't have anything. <laughs> we were lucky there was a bridge that would get you to the school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 
so this uh this was like uh how did I build that one? That one was like a those were originally actually for a while I was using these like triangles because there was like almost no limit on these designs except for weight. And, and uh, like steam bending the ridges, like the the arc was kind of difficult, and I didn't have the tools that some other people did, so I started like building like these like wedges essentially, and that worked really well. And I don't know why I didn't use that one. Maybe I was worried that it was too weird or something. I don't know for the exhibition portion of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I got a D on this. I I spent a whole year like, I, I don't know. You know, it's it's one of those things that I was so mad about. It's just like I, I'm I'm I. I passed. I don't care. Yeah. I'm out of here. Like I'm out of here. I'm out of this garbage. The best parts about high school for me, I actually really like taking the train, the L, the blue line, even though I fell asleep on it all the time, which <laughs> is people, people, maybe as an adult, now I feel a little weirder about, but no, I never got, nobody ever bought, I would wake up at O'Hare so much. Uh, <laughs> because wow. this is part of the problem of why I quit sports. Cause I was so tired all the time. I, so what is your general impression of your high school experience? Because it sounds like you've got what you're describing as a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Do you remember this period fondly or do you just like it was just a holding period until you anxiety. Really found yourself? I had, I had, that's the other thing. I had like crippling social anxiety. Like just if I could get, you know, if I could get out like basically if I could not high like with drugs but like high on adrenaline. I could, I could be very like outgoing and charming and I could talk to people. But as soon as that momentum ran out, I was just like, just in a pit of, uh, seizures, the wrong term. Cause I'm not literally having a seizure, but I mean, like I'm seized up. I'm frozen. Like I just, oh, I, I, I had such difficulty with that. Do you think that's the reason Knox. for a lot of the, all the sports early on trying to hit that as much as you could? Maybe I, you know, I did gymnastics. I just figured you had to do that in high school, right? Like I was just like, oh, you got to join a team. <laughs> I'm taking everything I learned from like a high school movie. I didn't know anybody that was in high school before that, right? Like I didn't. Sure. Ha- my I was amongst my fr- friends. I was friends with other oldest. So like all my friends were either single kids or the oldest boy or girl in their family. Like I didn't really know anyone. I knew people that would have been in high school, but they all moved out of my neighborhood. By the time I was in middle school, I was the only kid on my block. Weird, insidious thing about wrestling in particular. Insidious is maybe not the best word, but it is in the sense that, you know, you have to make weight. So you're thinking about it all the time because you're, you, you, you have to eat to live, right? Like, like mm-hmm. proper eating is one of the hardest things to do because it's so easy to mess up. It's not like smoking where you can quit, call, you just can't, you can't quit eating, right? Like, <laughs> and, and so like we'd have all, like, for example, like whenever, they, you know, in high school, there, you know, Christmas is always huge. Like there'd be fucking, candy and cake in every class and during that week there would always be a ton of tournaments before the holiday break so you're just like trying to make weight all the time with all this food around you and then you know and then that's the other thing it wasn't just like that like on lunchtime i was running in the showers with trash bags on sometimes to like 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 just get the water out of me (laughs) uh we'll take that one again Uh, what the fuck did you say you were doing oh yeah to make weight if you're like if you if you haven't eaten all day and you've already pooped and peed as much as you can basically uh the only the next way to get weight out is you spit and sweat so you just like spit into a bottle and you like run around and sweat as much as you can so an easy way to do that is put some trap like tape some trash bags on and run in the showers yeah like in the shower room with the showers on i'm gonna say we can we can get rid of wrestling i don't think we need wrestling anymore 
No, no. It sounds yeah. perverse. It was perverse. I don't think the coaches knew about it. I think if maybe they did, uh, it's something they would definitely get in trouble for, right? Like, I feel like kids could easily get killed in that situation, so, right? The thing interesting <laughs> is that you got to be at a certain weight to wrestle other yeah. people at that certain weight. Mm-hmm. How big, how, what, what kind of range are you looking at? Um, it depends. As you get bigger, the ranges are, are, are wider. Uh, you know, there's more margin for error. Okay. Because, you know, there's like diminishing returns, right? Like, like at the weight I was at, like five pounds made a big difference in terms of like strength and ability. But, you know, when you're at 240, the difference between 245, 250, you know, it's nothing. Sure. Uh, so I wrestled at 130, but I was constantly always trying to get down to 125. And that, that was at this current height. I've been this height since like seventh grade. So I was like five, eight, five. I apparently my doctor just measured me at five, 10. I don't believe him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so, nice. If you started growing again, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm like, maybe cause I'm at home working from home and I, I answer emails on the sofa a lot. Like I'm not standing up as much because apparently <laughs> you do lose some like height throughout the day just by standing a lot. Uh, anyway, uh, it sounds like, it sounds like quack science, but I think there is some truth to that. It's like an eighth of an inch or something. Anyway, I, uh, yeah, I was at this height. I, I weighed basically 126 the entire time I wrestled. Uh, sometimes I get down to one tw- weighing at 125. You have a really good morning in the garbage bag. Yeah. Yeah. There were kids that were more extreme. You know, people would like make themselves throw up and stuff. I, I, I would not go down that route. I was, um, you know, I, I don't think I was ever close to dying of heat exhaustion or passing out or anything, but I'm I did. Glad to hear that. Go through some extreme measures, and then after weigh-in, like you just pray your matches later in the day. You know, like an hour or two later, you just stuff your face and hope you <laughs> like, <laughs> hope you feel better. Now you're gonna put the energy back in your body. What's so silly about it? I I'd instantly gain like two pounds by like pounding a Gatorade and eating some sandwiches, <laughs> right? Like, it's like yeah. you're gonna make me cut weight over this, really? Like I'm like I'm. Uh, crazy it was crazy it was uh i i don't think i've ever been stronger though you, like since like like 16 17 year old me would probably kick my ass right <laughs> this guy it doesn't was, even get in a garbage bag in the shower yeah fuck him up yeah he gets winded on one flight of stairs <laughs> probably doing it for 45 minutes <laughs> oh man yeah it, it was fun but it was just like a lot there were a lot of injuries a lot of injuries minor to major the herniated disc was pretty bad that that just like that never really went away i hurt my shoulder pretty bad and gymnastics too had the same thing broke my neck small fracture uh i dislocated both shoulders and and they went right back in like it was like in on the rings i was doing uh like a uh, what's the move called? Inlocates or dislocates or uh, funny, funnily yeah, Don't do the dislocates. That's, that's yeah. Well, well, they, they actually imply direction of spin. I forget which one's which, but uh, yeah, I dislocated them. You know, one like literally one of the moves is called dislocate. <laughs> uh, what, like I like I did something. I like I like I pulled them in too tight. So basically, I was doing like a skin to cat while swinging, and uh, they just like. Well, like it, my shoulders went completely around, so they like Yikes. popped out and back in. Yeah, and it, and, it, and the funny thing is, it didn't hurt that much. <laughs> do, do, do you have trouble with them continuing to pop out like later in life? No, no. no. They, I have arthritis from it because it, it, t- okay. it definitely they, like tore something in there on both mm-hmm. of them. 
and I've definitely got like a rotator cuff, like symptoms of a rotator cuff tear. This, this old though. So like, you know, oh, oh, when I'm working over my head, I get pain in my shoulders. It kind of runs down and, and then my scapulas, it did something weird to my scapulas. They both wing really bad from it. So I get these like uh nerve, like stingers. You ever get those in football? I don't know if you ever had those. You get hit really hard. I didn't do stuff like that, no. Okay, yeah. yeah. You stinger, like, you get, like, a nerve injury in your neck, and then it, like, lights up a whole nerve distribution. So I get that in my back. Yeah. I get it. I would get it when I was carrying Jane when she was younger. You know, you do a lot of, like, kind of carrying out away from your chest a little bit. Mm -hmm. And she's not quite strong enough. So, you know, it's funny. She weighs more now, but she's easier to carry than she was three years ago just because she's she supports herself. She's, she's contributing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's just dead weight. Yeah, it's just like, like flack of flour. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that lingers. But other than that, not so bad. Uh, swimming, I had a bad injury in swimming too. Like my knee, I tore something in it and it, uh, I went to a doc. This was also around the same time. It was like senior year. I, I did some swim team stuff. Like I did a competition. I won it too. Like a hundred meter freestyle. Um, but, uh, I, I like tore something in my knee when I was just practicing, like just doing laps. And I went to a doctor, and the insurance wouldn't pay for an MRI, so I had to do all this physical therapy. And this is also like <laughs> senior year, and they're like, "Is it getting better?" I'm like, "No, it's not getting better. It fucking hurts. <laughs> like, it hurts a lot. Like, I'm not faking this. I couldn't, I, like, I couldn't swim as a result of it. Um, and uh, you know, then swim season ended, and then so I didn't really, I wasn't able to do any more with that. And then, uh, school just kind of went on. And then, you know, I, I was supposed to go back for treatment in the spring. And then I did it and I graduated and it, it was just like, you know, F it all. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to leave with my busted knee and my barely earned diploma and get the hell out of Chicago. Yeah. And, uh, I know how to little, make a bridge and that's all I got. Yeah. I can make a little, little, little wooden bridge out of balsa, <laughs> you know, transferable skills. They're right there, right? Yeah. Like, so, you know, high school, yeah, high school is a very like, uh, introvert, not introverted, but, uh, narcissistic isn't the right word, but it was like very me focused, right? Like I didn't really think about a lot of other people. I didn't date that much. I had like, and that, that, that was kind of like also a pattern later. Like I would, I would ha- like have these like girlfriends, but I'd get, Something would make me really anxious and I would just kind of like clam up and not talk to them. And then it would lead to breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Usually me getting dumped and then, then I'm like freaking out, like, Oh my God, no, I'm being dumped. Oh, so it was like, I don't know. I didn't, yeah, I just, I just didn't saw, I just, I don't know. I was very, uh, very much on an island a lot of the time. But I, I think you've departed that island. It yeah. sounds like that yeah. uh, this was probably just a necessary period you needed to get through. Yeah. But I think that uh, despite my earlier claims that this was very similar to what uh, Jen had to say, I think there's more more distinctions and similarities here. I think Jen has a very positive uh, mindset about what she did in high school. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, like sees that as like one of the more enjoyable periods of her life. I don't think you'd mm. say the same. No, very mixed, very mixed. Yeah. I, uh, it was more, more a matter of enduring and enduring myself. A lot, a lot of this is like literally just anxiety in my head 
and 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 becoming real because I made it real mm-hmm. by just being freaked out all the time, and it it, it it infected everything I did. I was so overwhelmed. I uh, just didn't have the energy to do anything productive. Like I mean, I did things, but I you know like it was all over the place, right? Like you know, there's a difference between like spinning my wheels, right? I was just spinning my wheels. That's all I was doing. I mean, it might've looked like productive to some people, but it really wasn't. <laughs> it really, really wasn't. But I think I did need to get through a lot of that. Like there's something that needed to be like burned out. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. That you just, the, the place you were at before and the place you wanted to get, this was just going to happen at some point in between. Yeah. And I think it, yeah. It, it sounds like you, you kept it contained to one very discreet period of your life. And then as soon as you're onto the next thing, stuff was a yeah. lot different. Not, not necessarily perfect, yeah. but they, you were, you were living your life a different way. Yeah. And Holy Cross was the first step. Like I, I, I summed it up the other day to somebody else, but, uh, I, I learned, I didn't have to be trapped by all the things I thought I needed to be trapped by, but I didn't know who I wanted to be till I got the Knox. Mm-hmm. So it was like a two-step thing. And, and I'm glad that happened in high school. All that crap happened in high school. I know people that went through that, you know, they're going through it right now, right? Like, God, I, I, I couldn't go through all that anxiety and insecurity about who I am and what I want to do while trying to manage a career and raise a child. And, you know, <laughs> it's like too much. I think that's why people have midlife crises or meltdowns. Like mm-hmm. they, they, every, they did everything by the book and everything went right for them. And then it kind of... They just never felt comfortable with it, right? And then they're just like, "Shit, it's half over." <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if that. I don't think that's gonna. Maybe it will happen for me. I don't think so, though. I think I'm okay with that. I made I, peace with a lot of. Like, I think my you direction. burned through a lot of that sort of sort of trouble already in a good way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really ranting here. Uh, well, Warren, we've got time for just one final segment. Uh, that segment is called plugs. <sighs> thought of something and I forgot it. You should plug away. I, I have a plug. If you don't have a plug, that's okay. Yeah. My plug is uh, a delicious candy treat mm-hmm. that I don't think anyone likes, but is good and comes in weird seasonal varietals that uh, maybe you've been overlooking. Mm. Uh, my plug holding up to the camera that is not on is Dots. Do you like Dots? Oh, dots! Yeah, I used to. Yeah, I used to like them when I was a kid. I yeah. did not have dots for a very long time, but then, uh, not so long ago, I had some dots. I was like, "Hell yeah, dots are good!" I forgot dots were so good, and then I never They're back. I never dots are back in dot form. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but then uh, Gina's mom sends us a very nice little, you know, care package. Around any any minor holiday, which mm-hmm. we were not back, and then she, uh, Gina told her that I like dots, and so that this is now one hundred percent of my dot consumption. I never <laughs> buy any dots, but whenever there's like just the other day it was coming up on Valentine's Day, and this time two boxes of dots, one Whoa. regular dots, and the other Valentine dots. Mm. Valentine dots are cherry, vanilla, and passion fruit flavored. Ooh, passion fruit. Yeah, I like and that. I've, I had the – there were Christmas ones that were good, and there were Halloween ones that were good. And uh, so I I think well, – I guess the best solution would be get someone to send you these because they're good. 
But if yeah. you can't do that, go buy them, and 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 they're good there too. Dots are gluten free. I just looked it up. Man, oh now, yeah, now we're cooking. Here we are. I'm very partial to Sour Patch Kids still, though. I uh, love Sour Patch Kids too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Barbara bought me some for Valentine's Day. I think I'm gonna crack those open. Actually, it is a weird thing for me in that I really like Sour Patch Kids, and I like Dots, and I think Swedish Fish are pretty good. Oh yeah, I love but those, yeah. Those are the only ones of like the gumdrops slash like a Mike and Ike's, all those other things I want nothing to do with. I think all those. Yeah. Suck. Yeah. But I really like the ones that I like. I don't get the... something about the specific textures that land differently. Yeah. From me, do you ever get the gummies from Ikea? I don't believe I have. Oh, they're good. The gummy skulls. You got to okay. get those, those yellow and blue skulls. Literally making a note oh, right here. Oh my God, are they, they good? Were... They're like blue raspberry. I love blue raspberry. They're really good. There's actually this company that also makes them. Barbara got those for me a while ago. I can't remember the name of them. Let me see. I do have a plug, actually, that I thought of. It's not what I thought of earlier, but I thought of a new one. What do you got? Well, these they're called. Those are Soccer Bit. Soccer Bit is these this company. Okay. company. Nice. But the ones from IKEA are a, a little better, I think. Anyway, uh, plug actually today. I went to Discount Tire, which is not a place you normally go, and I won't like belabor why. But uh, anyway, you might have heard of a company called Tire Rack. I'm not sure if you know about them. Yes, I know them. Yeah, so they got bought out by Discount Tire, which means you can buy Tire Rack stuff from Discount Tire now. Discount Tire, at least ours locally, also fixes any flat for free, provided that they can fix it. <laughs> which is great because especially in the midwest you tend to have a lot of potholes yep. and thus flats at this time of year so discount tire is a pretty good place to go especially when you want something from tire rack specifically that basically only they carry yeah i looked into the the tire rack stuff before and it seemed a little awkward figuring out who was going to be cool with dealing with mm. it and not so especially if there's a lined up Easy way to do it. That sounds like the best way you could possibly buy tires. Yeah. You'd have to talk to them directly or you can just have tire rack ship. Tire rack will basically ship it anywhere, but, you know, whether or not they'll take it. Is- right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that is my plug, especially this time. This is prime pothole season. This is, so- yeah, especially as it warms up a little bit and we get more days where it gets super cold and then super Hot, warm again cold, the next yeah. day. I was, I was just driving around today because uh, Barbara's actually her wheel is cracked. Um, so we got to get that fixed. And I was noting all these potholes and I it was like a crack on the inside. So it was like the slow leak. I couldn't figure out what was wrong. So I brought it over there and they're like, Oh yeah, your rim is, uh, it's cracked. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> great, great. So I don't need a new tire, but I do need a new wheel. <laughs> Not a huge upgrade. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Tire, uh, discount tire. My experience there was lovely. They didn't charge me for anything. They diagnosed the issue, uh, and they're going to price match if I find a better, you know, cheaper rim, which I already did. And they're going to, because they didn't carry it at that price, but they'll match it. So all around A plus experience. Well, that what, sounds what, fantastic, what and ho- hopefully nobody needs that plug. But if they do, they'll be happy to have it. Yeah. Well, man, I'm getting tired here. That we do we get an hour yet? I think we're over. Warren, we're so far over. You did a bad job. I might have to find some stuff to cut. But yeah, we're not going to achieve our goal. But either way, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Dude, it was it was excellent. Uh, it was really good. I'm glad I came on. 
best wishes in the intervening days.